I think what made these guys successful is who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, they're super smart, but I mean, these are different animals, if you will. I mean, these people have, have accomplished so many things in such a short period of time. And this is the Insurance Technology Podcast, where we bring interesting people from across the insurance ecosystem to discuss and debate technology's impact on the industry. Join us each episode for insights and best practices from industry stewards and tomorrow's innovators. All right. So 2022, we've brought seven uh, new interviews and a couple takeovers uh, with Mike and Alan. In 2021, we started this. It was more of the people that you had relationships with had worked with, partnered with in the industry. So you kind of knew their backgrounds. And I think this year we we focused more on, you know, the younger startup and sure tech interviews. So you were just getting to know them as well. Yeah, very true. I mean, in the past, like those, the other past guests I've known for many years. And so it was really, I wanted their story to get out because I knew their story, right? And I've, because I've known them. But these guys, I just knew they were cool and they're doing cool things. And like their stories were just unbelievable as as it just unraveled. The things these guys have done in, in their in such a short life is amazing. Really cool. Um, yeah. And so I think another big trend that we heard this year is and I think we've heard it outside of the podcast as well, is kind is insure tech embracing the agency instead of trying to go around the agency? I mean, do you feel that that's true? Hmm. I, you know, good question. I think so. Yes, that is true. Um, I think it's been forced, right, uh, for a number of reasons. I don't know about our new insurtechs coming into the market and realizing that. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, I, I still it's it's like new, the new ones are coming in and they're kind of repeating what everybody else has done over many years, but not kind of getting to the end and starting there. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the, the people that we've had on the show, I think, realized it fairly. Oh, yeah. Um, fair enough. OK, fair enough. But yeah. Yes. So do you think that that's like a piece that made them successful is that they realize that they have to work with agencies? You know, I don't know. I think, I think what made these guys successful is made them successful is who they are. Mm. You know, I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, they're super smart, but I mean, these are different animals, if you will. I mean, these people have, have accomplished so many things in such a short period of time and, you know, you think about some of their stories, not to name names, because they all have amazing stories. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, seeing that, um, you're right in, in seeing what others have done. But I don't even know if they studied what others have done. I think they were just smart in that way, you know, um, but different, you know, real. These are real stra- scrappy startups we're talking about. Yeah, we're not talking about, you know incubator to to vc to pe and then down the alphabet and the whole nine 
um, different in that way. So, um, so I think that, yeah, maybe that's something to do with it. I don't know. So I, so 21, I think we talked about that we kind we focused while well, we did have some insure techs on, we did focus more on kind of the founders of insurance technology. I think we've in 22, we've had these entrepreneurs, if you will, you know, kind of what you were when you came into the industry. Um, do you think that there is a piece or do you think that there is people or a subset of people within in, that are influencing insurance technology that we haven't done that we should, that you see us trying to bring on in 2023? Yeah. I mean, I just want to say like, you know, I started this podcast because of people like David Rowe and Dennis Jacasian and Doug Roller and like all those guys, like, you know, and, and you know, Hack Barth and all these guys and like that, that have been in this industry from the beginning basically. Right. And all, and everything and all the stuff they've conquered and, and everything. And they're still super involved in this industry and kind of giving that, that history lesson back out there. I get so many people that reach out to me and go, dude, I love that you put this together because I go back and I listen to those over and over and over and over again. And it, and it helps me with my business and ideas and things that I'm, that I'm coming up with and whatnot. And so that was awesome. And now it's like, Hey, let's, let's start to bring on some more insure techs. And I think this, this next year, I don't think I know this next year, we're going to bring on like even some heavy hitters, some of the big brands and what they're doing with innovation. But that's like, you know, big moving the Titanic kind of stuff guys. It's like, you know, it's cool. And it's like, wow, but, but it's giant, massive, takes long time to see real change type of stuff. What are we doing in this industry to drive serious, actual innovation that's going to change things, right? What are we doing? And, and that's where we want to be. That's where we want to focus. And that's where I'd love to start to interview those, those people, for all of you to start to, to understand and, and start to formulate new ideas, concepts and things to kind of bring this industry forward. I mean, guys, we're still communicating via cord forms. What are we doing? You know, like somebody fix that, right? Like, I mean, you know, it's a joke. Standardization is important. And I'm not saying that there isn't a place for a cord. Don't get mad at me, Bill Peroni. I'm not saying that. Okay. <laughs> it but i'm just saying look forms come on guys like move on you know but there's a lot of problems that we can fix in this industry to drive that by solving those problems then people can focus on building technology for the end user that actually makes them more efficient you know it, it optimizes what they're doing it helps them to do what whatever you want as an organization right that's the kind of stuff that's the stuff we should be talking about and thinking about let's stop copying each other and building the next gizmo and monetizing it in a different way and calling it something else right let's let's start to think outside the box you know let's 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 take that box and let's wrap it with something i don't know you know um but yeah that's what that's what I think. So I think that's our, our end of year homework. We're telling our, have our listeners give us feedback on what they're hearing and, you know, anything new, we want to hear about it. 
I am definitely looking forward to continuing this in 23. So this will be the last episode that goes out for the year. Um, so we, however, everybody is celebrating the holidays. Uh, we wish you uh, fun and uh, a drink of choice. And that's always what you ask your, your guests. So uh, we're going to have all of the, the various drinks that have been, that have been uh, talked about um, for everybody to hear uh, again at the end of this podcast. But Reed, is there any particular drink you're going to be uh, having over the holidays? I got my seasonal drink of choice. You know, what my seasonal drink of choice is this is a no brainer eggnog. Who doesn't like eggnog? I don't trust people that don't like eggnog. But what do you put in the eggnog? Uh, well, depends. But up here in Wisconsin, people drink it by the gallon, which is brandy, you know? Yeah. So that's what they do here. But, you know, I like bourbon. So I go bourbon in my eggnog. But people do all kinds of shit. Rum, yeah. you know, Rum. whatever. What do you, what do, you do? Uh, Captain Morgan's in my eggnog is, is usually the way that I go. <laughs> What's your favorite drink? Ooh, uh, it depends on the situation. So my favorite drink, if I'm in the, uh, let's say the Caribbean or by the ocean, uh, would be a cold beer. I would be happy to be a cold beer. However, in, if I'm in the Northeast or in business meetings, I love a Cabernet or, uh, uh, you know, one of those heavy wines. Most people don't love wines. I'll drink it over here in the summer, but on the beach, I don't want wine. And I don't know why I'm wired that way. Uh, maybe. I think that's pretty typical. Yeah. I mean, white wine on the beach and stuff like that, maybe warm weather, white wine, but man, like I've spent a lot of time in Florida and you just don't want no, yeah. red wine, no, you know, no. when it's, when it's hot out, but yeah. So, but I like beer. fruity drinks too. So with a little thing, I'm like, Oh, this is great. I used to drink a lot of, uh, um, what's it called? Um, um, you know, the James Bond drink, but I realized I Martinis. Can't- martinis but i realized i can only drink two or three and then i'm done i know so i love martinis but you can't do it man you can't do a bunch of them what's your favorite drink well with my add and my adhd which i'm blessed to have i have i have to have a couple it's just not running okay yep fair in the in the uh in the uh cold months uh i love a good manhattan Mm. just a really good manhattan and um, in the summer, tequila and tonic. And, uh, um, and so, and, and then every once in a while, I'll sip on a good red wine. But, um, but I, so that's, that's, my, that's, that's my favorite drink. I actually looked at uh, recently uh, buying a little tavern up on Lake Erie. And then I looked at the numbers and I said, why in the hell would I want to buy a bar? I think I'm better, I think I'm better sitting here. The only reason I was going to buy it is called Jamestown Tavern. <laughs> it's got the right name. But, <laughs> and I, I talked to the owner. He showed me the numbers. And I said, uh, oh, boy. Well, I, I'd rather just be a good client. So just, just, put a, just put a bar in your house. You know, exactly. Buy the drinks, right? Exactly. It's the same. You'll come out ahead for sure. Exactly. Uh, so what's your favorite drink, Pete? <laughs> are we uh are we uh keeping it to adult beverages here or are we talking yeah, about day-to-day yeah, yeah I, I would assume i mean hey unless it's like smoothies <laughs> yeah well no i mean you see me out during this whole interview i've got my my uh poland spring here right so i'm a, I'm a big <laughs> junkie. I, I drink a crazy amount of water all throughout the day but you know 
I know it's uh, I know it's Friday, and I know I know the day is over. You know, the week's coming to an end. You know, when I when I get my first martini. So, <laughs> oh, nice. In vodka, journey. I'm a vodka guy. Okay. Yeah, okay. Martinis. Last question. I love to ask. What do you like to drink? What's your favorite drink? Like alcohol. Okay. Well, if you drink alcohol. So, yeah. But- yeah. So um, the the handle that I end up buying the most often is Kettle One. And, um, typically like, I, I think you like these too. I, like I, my favorite is a, a dirty martini. I love dirty, good dirty martini. Yeah. Yeah. With, with olives stuffed with something. Blue cheese is probably my favorite. Yeah. Dirty. Yes. Yes. Dirty up. Yeah. Dirty. Yep. Yep. Extra. I typically will order them extra dirty too. I just, I love olives. Um, super yummy. Um, yeah. So, and I, I really do like tequila too, but I, I've learned to stay away from that just because um, fun stuff happens when you drink tequila. <laughs> so last question, what's your favorite drink? What's my favorite drink? Do you drink? I do. I, I do. Um, so I mean to go along with the theme of like growing up with a father that's like traveled internationally and spoke language. I married my wife is from France. Um, okay, we speak French in our household to our daughter. Like so, she's a big wino. So like I was never into wine. Now I love red wine. Um, uh, wine and cheese is like my love language at this point. Like that's always around our house. Um, but like my my favorite drink is probably. My favorite drink is probably a Belvini, uh, mm. uh, twenty-one year old age, and like in the in the and finished in, uh, aged in the in um, sherry cask and finished in the port cask. Uh, that is my favorite. I'm a big Scotch guy. Uh, that is probably my favorite drink. I think that's the most specific answer I've ever gotten on this podcast. I bought that bottle like four years ago. It's only halfway through. Like it's a very special occasion where like that is my favorite drink. And so something good has happened if I have that or I, something bad has very happened if I have that. <laughs> oh, man. What's your favorite drink? We like drink. <laughs> um, Alcoholic? Or yeah, like I, sure. I was gonna say I was gonna say Diet Coke, but with lemon. Oh, you're Diet Coke. <laughs> Are you like obsessed with Diet Coke kind of guy? I, like four day. Guy, but yeah, my wife yells at me because it's so bad for you. But uh, it's delicious with a sandwich, and I can't I can't help myself. So, but, like, how many cans of Diet Coke do you consume a day? I, I try to limit it to one or two, but if okay. left alone, uh, I'm drinking the whole case for sure. No shit! Wow. Yeah, yeah it's bad. What's your favorite drink? Uh, that's easy. It's uh, a Casamigas Blanco uh, with a Spindrift. Uh, oh, no kidding. Yeah. What, oh, what do they call Isn't there a name for that? I thought there was a name for that. Uh, it, maybe it's like, it's like think, a, yeah. a Paloma or something. something. I don't know. Yeah. But that's like like COVID. That was a go-to with my wife and I. We were, we were allotted yeah. one and only one. It was like one ping only. It was like, <laughs> right, you know, we cannot go down this slippery slope. Um, but I... For me, I love, you know, I love having a, a good beer, but, but a, a good clean tequila with a, a spindrift, you know, not a oh, lot of sugar, nice. man, those are awesome. Dude, we're going to go do that right All now. Right, good. I got, I got that, both of those things here. Nice. All right. <laughs> there you go. And what's your favorite drink? I actually know this too. Bourbon neat. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Nothing in it. No ice. Nothing. Last night I got a bourbon that put ice in it. It was 
defensive. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm a neat guy too. Yeah, but number one bourbon. So my favorite of all time is Parker's Heritage Ten. So Parker's Heritage Ten neat, and that's the dream. Parker's Heritage Ten neat with a taco. You got me uh, on a golf course. Bourbon and taco on a golf, on a course. golf course. That's it. Dad. Yeah, those three Done. things on a golf course. That's it with my kid and my wife because I, <laughs> you know, I have to say that too. Twenty twenty two was a crazy year. It really was. It was crazy busy because everything ramped back up. I mean, events came back online. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it was nice. And we had some big events some really fun events too. Like people are ready to get out and mingle, you know, it's been, it's been a lot of fun getting back to that. And, um, and, you know, work's been great. Now it's, now it seems to be a, a bit of a downturn in ways, but I would call it a a correction, if you will. It's a bit overinflated, but I think it's good. 2023 is going to be another amazing year. And, you know, I just wish all of you a great holiday, great season, and great year next year. I know all of us are closing out the year right now, hustling, trying to get deals in the door. Got to make those numbers. You know, it's part of the game. You got to do it. And so um, it's always busy, busy, busy time at the end of the year for us um but spend some time with the family and friends and enjoy it that's what life is all about i know people say that shit all the time but it's that's the real deal people that really know me know i spend a lot of time with my friends my family doing a lot of fun stuff because hey life's short you move on so spread that wealth with your friends and family and enjoy the holidays till next year we will talk again the Insurance Technology Podcast is a production of Ivan's. Visit insuretechpod.com to contact us, suggest a topic or guest for an upcoming show, and subscribe to be notified when our latest podcast is available. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app. It's where you can also leave us a rating and a review that helps other people find the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.